Welcome to the Faith Speaks Podcast, episode number 59. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Johnson, joined this week by our co-hosts Jordan Johnson and Ashley Johnson, and our wonderful guest, Maylee Berger. Welcome, everybody. Hope you guys are having a great day. Um, We're super excited to be back on the podcast this week and welcoming our fifth guest, Maylee Berger. Um, Maylee, I don't know that we've actually ever like had a formal introduction, um, and I know that you that. and Ashley have probably never met. Um, but I'm super excited about this podcast, uh, and that's it's we've said it before, but that's just one of the things we're trying to do is just have people on and just have faith based discussions. I think that's what's really neat about the podcast, and I know the three of us really enjoy. Um, so without further ado, I will let you introduce yourself, and then um, maybe tell us how you know Jordan. Um, as he's the one who asked you to join us today. Okay, so I'm Maylee. I am from um, like the Hope Columbus area. Um, I'm at IUPUC right now getting my teaching degree. And I know Jordan. So you, him and you both were a few years ahead of me in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like at Hauser, like everybody just kind of knows of everybody. Um, but I started a Bible study this or like in the uh, fall of last year, and it was geared towards young adults, and we wanted it to be co-ed. But I didn't know very many young men who were strong in their faith, um, and so I really felt that God just laid it on my heart um, to reach out to Jordan and ask him. I knew he was home from school. Um, so we kind of started going, he started coming to the Bible study and, you know, I guess, yeah, that's kind of how I know him. That's awesome. Yeah. I know for our listeners, obviously Jordan and I, um, and Maylee, we all attended the same high school in the Columbus Hope area. Um, and so were you 2020 grad? Uh, 2021. 2021. So you were one or wait. Three years. Okay, so three years behind us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's been quite some time at this point. Um, but For all of us, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's a quick question: Was um was FCA still going on when you were there? Barely. Like it was hanging on by a thread. Okay, I know that that's something that had kind of kicked off when Jacob and I were. What were we? Seniors. I honestly don't remember. May, okay. It may have been senior year. I can't remember. I know that that's when we first started getting involved. Yeah, I was just curious. Did you ever go to um, prayer breakfast, prayer breakfast at St. Louis Crossing? I think maybe like once or twice, but not consistently. Yeah, that's fair. So you said over it was over this past summer that you guys started that Bible study, right? Because I know I had talked with Jordan about it. And I think one of the things you said is just trying to have a bit of a co-ed aspect to it, which I've, I know I've had this discussion with Ashley before. I think is um, I think it's important. Um, I think it's really important, obviously, that men have men that they can trust and have deep connections with and women have the same thing with women. But I also think it's really important to have an aspect of co-ed um, sort of like mingling, if you will, where you get to interact with men and women both who are um, followers of Jesus and just um, kind of have that full world perspective. What was like, what was it like when you were like planning and thinking about putting together this Bible study? Like, 
I'm sure you were probably a little bit nervous, um, probably excited. Like, what was that like when you were like really trying to get that started? It was honestly like it was really hard to do because, like I said, like there's not just a lot of young men who are willing to like step out and be like, yeah, like this is important to me. Um, so it was hard to try and find those connections with other people who could connect me to other guys who could come. And also like it was, there was almost like a guiltiness about it because like, I think the first time Jordan came, like it was him and like four girls. And like, then the next time it was like another guy and four girls and that's awkward. And so it's hard to kind of navigate between, you know, finding the balance of that. Yeah, it can be. And I think we were Ashley and I were having this discussion with Ethan just two weeks ago yep. um, that, you know, it. I think especially at a younger age, mm-hmm. there are more female followers of Christ um, or at least more females who are exploring following Jesus than there are men. I think part of that is just that women mature at a younger age than most men do. And so a lot of young men are kind of chasing worldly pursuits, if we're being honest. Um, And so it can be hard to find. Jordan, go ahead. Well, I I was just thinking about it, and I think it actually almost hits on something that Ashley is really passionate about. I think um, younger females are more apt to develop a community or like keep in touch with their community, <laughs> at least, at least speaking from my own perspective, um, and so I think there's an aspect of that as well. Like, I feel like young women, or at least women in our age range, um, are more likely to kind of at least get on like a one-on-one kind of conversation with a a, a fellow uh, believer and start to say like, "Hey, like we should try to grow this." And and women are just, I think they're. M- maybe a little more ready to be vulnerable with each other too. And and I think um, that vulnerability helps develop trust sooner. Whereas I think um, men our age are typically like, I don't want to say lone wolf, but more like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to grind through it and do it myself kind of. Um, so I, I definitely think that there's, there's an aspect of that that makes it challenging um, to get a young men Bible study together as opposed to a, a young women Bible study together and therefore a co-ed. Yeah. And then, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ashley. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, we start, so we started with um, young women and kind of like what pers- like what inspired us to go to co-ed is you can't have a generation of young women who are ready to follow Jesus and then not also have that from men as well. You can't like that's that won't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And that honestly kind of leads into what I was going to say anyways with, and I think Jordan, you know, you mentioning how women, younger women, whatever it might be, kind of foster community maybe a little bit better than men do. And I think another reason I would say behind that is I feel like older women model that better. Um, again, women naturally have that mothering kind of instinct just interwoven in us, right? It's it's who we are as women, um, and I think, you know, women oftentimes, you know, the mom will host. And even if you look at it in the younger sense, right, like even if all the boys are together when they're little bitty, it's only the moms organizing it so their sons have people to hang out with. It's not the fathers. And again, I'm not saying that you can only have one or the other, right? Like fathers are so essential and do something else in the parenting role. But I think women just naturally 
put more effort into being together, getting people together. So I think as younger women, when we're looking up in the church, men are, you know, they might have all the roles and titles and et cetera, et cetera in the church. But what do men have to look up to and how to, you know, work together, grow together, community and different things like that? Because I think women do that so well and men don't necessarily have that role model of what to look up to. Um, but like you were saying, like, it is so important to have both. And I, like Jacob mentioned, when Ethan was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, my original, I would say, freshman and sophomore year here at um, ISU, my community was only female. Um, and again, I and many friends at this point have pointed out to me as well. And also, I would say our friends with my brothers, because they are they are strong in their walk and they are strong in their faith. And it's nice to have that perspective and um, community around. So I've always had that blessing. But really, until my junior year, until I got involved in FCA here on our campus as well, I didn't see or wasn't surrounded by any community of men walking in their faith besides looking at my brothers. And I do, I commend you for wanting to make it co-ed because just as important as it is for women to be able to sit together and have our own Bible studies, we're wired differently for a reason. And we can provide different insights and different perspectives. And we are, our emotional lover levels as men and women is just very different. So when looking at different perspectives and situations, it's so important and good to have both. So, yeah. Yeah, Melee, you made a really interesting point, which is like, you can't, well, you can, but you, we don't want a world where we're fostering really good um, relationships between women um, who are following Jesus. And then there's just generational gaps between men following Jesus, because then at the end of the day, you don't have female male relationships that are both following Jesus, which then is kind of, you know, you're, you're. Christian homes are crumbling at that point, which say. leads to really everywhere else because it kind of starts at the home. And so it starts with a man and woman who are both following Jesus coming together. And so I think it is important um, for young men and young women to be able to look up to older men and older women and see kind of those roles played out. Exactly. You know, you're saying it and, and I don't want to get way off into the weeds, but, you know, there's also the aspect of like, you know, if you raise up, if, if you know, if there's a, a generation of strong, godly women looking to to follow the Lord and be obedient in all that he calls, and there's just this lack of strong, godly men, then you're going to struggle to have strong, godly families. And it's it's going to, you know, it's going to cause problems in the church. It's going to cause problems in the world, right? It's going to cause problems ultimately doing all the things God wants, right? You know, having kids, raising them up to love the Lord, like, it's important. And I think, I think for a couple of reasons, the one I'm mentioning, right, is um, teaching men and women how to just interact with each other, right, and understand each other. And and what better area and arena of life to do that in than at a Bible study, right, where your, where your number one goal, your number one uh, commitment is the Lord. And, and so, you know, you have that in common, but also um, something Ashley's at least challenged me in a little bit more, um, at least that night in the car, is like, you know, it's important because we do see the world in different perspectives. We are made differently. And so developing an appreciation and an empathy and bearing one another's burdens and, and walking with each other is important too. So, yeah. I don't know if you guys found this mainly when you started your Bible study, 
but I think Jordan, you mentioned that like we all have something in common when we're trying to get something like this started, which is that we're all followers of Jesus or we're all wanting to follow Jesus. And so I don't know if you guys found like if it made it a little easier to maybe start conversations, because of course, when you're starting something new and you don't really know the people, it it can be a little uncomfortable, right? Like you've never met this person. Um, you don't know anything about them. And I don't know if, if that makes it a little easier to just kind of get conversations started, um, maybe relate to each other a little bit more. I don't know how, um, how long was your, how long did your Bible study run for? Or is it still something you guys it's, are continuing? It's still going. Right. Yeah. So we're actually like, we took a break uh, for Christmas and we started back up again, um, middle of January, but you're right. Like, even if it starts as small as like, we both believe in Jesus. Like it was so crazy. The connections that we were able to make over just the smallest things that we shared in common. Um, and so even though it was a little awkward and uncomfortable because I didn't even know most of the people that were there, um, it made it easier to kind of find common threads. And before we knew it, like we like were having to like ask people to leave, like we couldn't keep, like people were staying for too long. So it was very interesting to see how that worked. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things um, that I, I think was good, especially at the beginning, was that you guys started out with a couple of icebreakers. And I, I feel like at least when, especially in this situation, like, you know, in, in college, maybe it's a little easier because maybe you've heard of them or you've got a class with them. But like, none of us were really in each other's circles of life, really. We, we literally just kind of came together because we all wanted to know the Lord better or wanted to grow a community. And so I think that something that was good was having some of those icebreakers and just like having some moments where it was just just conversation and trying to get to know each other. I think especially when you're beginning a Bible study um, among people that you don't get to see a lot, it's important to kind of simultaneously build the friendship and the connection there um, that can kind of sustain and encourage and support and build up obviously the Bible study and the walk with Christ itself. Well, because yeah. you can be on a spiritual level, but if you don't know them on a personal level, then it's not going to jive anyway. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And something that I say a lot is like, it is so important to sit and study word together and read the Bible together and go through scripture. And it's so important to do all of that. But it is just as important, in my opinion, to just sit and have conversations with one another and get to know one another, know what's going on in your life, know some of their past, know their story. Because at the end of the day, if you don't know that, it's going to be harder to connect over scripture. And when you do both, both just exponentially grow and are even better. So I love that I love that you did incorporate both. Because if you were only to sit down and just read scripture together every week, like, yeah, you could talk about it, but to an extent, it's still going to be shallow, you know, where if you sit and read scripture together every week and also share about your life and live life together, like that's when the relationship is going to be able to grow and flourish and encourage you not only in your life, but also in your faith. Because so. mm -hmm. you know how it relates to that person, right? I mean, right. it's if you if you really don't know that person, it's hard to encourage them or to comfort them. Um, when, if something, you know, maybe they're going through a difficult season and if you really don't know them or anything about their struggles, about their life, then, um, it's very difficult to relate to that person, um, personally, scripturally. Um, and so like you said, it's really important to just build genuine connections with people. Um, 
And I think I think that's a really awesome. I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing that, especially as you know, young twenties. Like I know myself, like just graduating, moving to a completely new city by myself, getting plugged into a church where I don't know anyone. Those are some of the things that I've felt like. I started in a home group where I didn't know a single person. Like I went in day one and it's like, I don't know your name. I don't know where you're from. I don't know anything about you. You don't know anything about me. And so it is like outside of the fact that like we're all following Jesus here, there's not a whole lot that we're going to connect with each other on. So it's important to kind of build those things over time. Do you have, I, I don't know, I guess, do you have like high school friends that are in the Bible study with you or mostly? So we gear mainly towards like 20, 21, 23. Um, we have one senior in high school. Um, but what we found is what you like, it depends on maturity, I guess. And so with her specifically, like she's mature enough and she's strong enough in her faith that she's really able to just gel really well with everybody else. Um, and I mean, so even most of the people that we have are in college. So like they've, graduated college or they moved to Columbus for a job at Cummins or something like that. So um, it's really interesting just how we're all in such different walks of life. Yeah. And I think it's nice having people in the different walks of life because it definitely gives you more perspectives on the world, right? And it, and it helps you see how God's working in each person's life too. You know, I think when, when you're in college, right, everyone's kind of in the same situation um and so it can it can be a little stagnant sometimes but but when you're when you're in a, a group of, of so many people living different lives and, and you can see how god's working in every single situation and every single person's unique perspective i think it's just really really cool because it it really shows the the power of the gospel to bring people together right like most of the times i was even even in undergrad a little bit, but like at ours, like, I mean, the, like I said, at the beginning, the one thing that united us was Christ, right? Like we may not have ever seen each other in our day-to-day -day lives. We may not have ever run across each other in our hobbies or or any of those things, but, but when we came together, we were united in Christ. And I think that's a really beautiful thing because that's, that's the power of God, right? He unites us. He's our savior and and he unites us in love for one another. And it's it's just, he uh, he makes us brothers and sisters, right? That's the the truth of it. And so I think that's a really, really cool aspect that I've never had in a different Bible study apart from when I was with yours. Yeah, I think the other part of it was, is it was so encouraging, like you said, to know, like, we were all in such different spots, but like, people were going through the same things. Like, we all shared similar struggles. And so it's it's helpful to know that you're not alone in walking through that. And also incredibly encouraging. Yeah, I think that's the big thing too is is knowing that you're not alone, right? And and I think that's another really important thing about going to church and fellowship in general, right? Like we can read scripture and say, man, like obviously I've never gone through anything like Job. To be honest, I pray I never do. Um, nobody really wants to be Job. But like you can look and say like, even if I did, God would be good. <clears throat> but what I can do is when I, you know, talk to my brother in Christ and I'm like, man, like, I'm really lonely. I wish I wasn't single. And he can be like, yeah, me too, brother. Or like, man, I'm, you know, I, my friends are going out every weekend and I just don't know 
how to handle myself. And he can be like, brother, I've been there. Like, here's how I try to handle myself in a godly way. Or like, you know, whatever the situation is, they're like, man, like, I'm just struggling at my job right now. Like, I'm thinking I might need a new job. And he's like, you know, brother, I've, I've been through that. I've, I've gotten a new job before. Like, whatever it may be. And he can say, like, look, God was faithful to me in this. And he's been faithful to me in this struggle. I've been there. And, and God continues to be good. And he'll get you through it. And, and even if you come out the other side and it's like, dude, that's not at all what I really wanted to, you know, like you can still be like, God is good. And, and like, he loves you and he, he wants the best for you. And he's going to be with you. I, I'm rambling, but, but I think it's just so important to be walking with other brothers and sisters in Christ so that when we're discouraged, when we're down, when, he, when we feel like there's no way God's grace can, can, you know, overcome the sinfulness of us, or there's no way we can be forgiven of this, that, and the other. There's no way God could ever bring us back into the fold. They can say like, look, brother, or look, sister, I've been there too, or maybe I, I haven't been there, but but I know God's promise, and I, I know his word, and, and I can take you to it, and I can show you, and I can I can tell you what God's walked through in my life, and I can promise you that, that God is good, and that he'll be there, and I, it's just so important. And community, right? Like you just described every part of community without saying the word. So I'll just go ahead and say it for you because you we know everyone knows I love it. But it is you? Right? like no, <laughs> you love community. Hold like, the phone. It's just it's what you have to walk in, and I think it can like it can get complicated to be like, okay, well, community's friends, and I don't have any friends, so I don't even know where to start. And then how do I do this? And then I need people to live with me, and you're talking about people calling me out and supporting me, and and it. it it can become overwhelming. And like, I'll admit, like for the longest time I was overwhelmed and like, I didn't feel like I had any community. And now like, I feel so blessed for the community I have around with me and the people that I get to live daily life with. And to be honest, it didn't start with like me just like, ah, oh, well, I just want to be friends with someone. Like, to be honest, every, like every person that I would say I'm friends with now, it genuinely just started with we're rooted in Christ and we connected on that. And that's what our friendship is based on. And like me and my friend, like there's so like, we're very different people. Like outside of Christ, we probably wouldn't be friends, but as is we're incredible friends and we encourage one another, we support one another. And, and the other thing I think that's so important about community too, is like, yes, you can support someone, but like you might be supporting someone so that they can support someone else that's supporting someone else. And like, you might not even realize it, but they might be down, but they have to look up for the person that's looking up to them. And it really does just trickle on from there. And like, if it's rooted in Christ, it's a friendship is going to be able to form from the foundation on Christ. And I think that that's what's beautiful. And it almost takes the pressure off that society might put on of like, oh, well, friends have to be this and you're going to do this together. And it looks like this. And like, we almost get to take that pressure off when we just root it on Christ and know that we grow in community from that. Yeah. That's, I think that's the beauty of the kingdom is that it's not about like what, what we do or like what our hobbies are. Like we all have one thing in common, which is that we're saved by Jesus and it allows us to grow closer to people that maybe we never would have in the first place, which is really cool. Um, and it, we, it, we have a connection that runs deeper than like surface level things, which is, it's comforting. Um, and I think it's what, when you see community, you see fellowship and you see church done right. I think that's where you see 
real joy coming out. Um, and unfortunately, you know, sometimes, sometimes there's corruption or there, I mean, we're, it's a sinful world. We're all sinful people. So like, you're going to have, um, people sometimes are really hurt by the church and that's unfortunate. Um, but I think when you see, um, people that are following the Lord with all their heart and obviously they're falling short, but just coming together, it's, it's a really great thing. And that's, you can see the impact that it has on people. Here's a, a question, Maylee, I guess. So so you did something that I've never done. Like the only Bible study I ever kind of led or put together was on campus. And so a lot of my connections were readily available. But you, you know, you did it without the benefit of that. So for someone who's like out there and they want to start a Bible study, but they're not in college, like what encouragement and, and advice would you give for starting to try to develop that and build that community and start up a Bible study? Um, so one thing that really helped me was just having somebody to do it with. Um, so my good friend, Abby, she is like, we sat down and like, we looked through like inspiration and like what we wanted to do. And we went from there. Um, so having somebody walk through that with you and also ground you, because we would both get these really big ideas of what we wanted to do. And the other kind of had to be like, listen, that's just not logical for us right now. Um, but the other biggest thing is using the connections that you have at your church. Um, my, a lot of my connections and how I found people was just from our connections pastor at my church. And like, he would, you know, find a young adult in the, um, sanctuary after church and he'd call me over and he'd be like, okay, like talk to them. And so, you know, utilize the people around you who have those connections, even if you don't. Yeah, that's really good. I love I really love, it sounds like uh, your connections pastor is pretty great. Like, here's somebody, go talk. Like, that's uh, that can be intimidating, but I think that's, it goes back to the fact, like, remembering that we're we're both rooted, you know, you and, and the other person, you know, we're all, we're all rooted in Christ. So sometimes, and we've had these conversations, I don't know if we've ever done them on the podcast, but like, I think sometimes we make evangelism or like conversations about God a lot harder than they are. You know, it, it really is just, just talking to somebody and listening and then saying, you know, if, if you both know that you're followers of Jesus and you've got 15 minutes, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like, hey, how's your walk with Christ, you know, and just and then just listen. Right. And maybe they'll say, man, I am soaring on eagles wings. It's going great. And if that's the case, praise God. Like, that's awesome. Or maybe they'll say like, yeah, like I'm, I'm doing pretty good or or maybe they'll say, like, honestly, I'm really glad you asked. Like, I'm not going to lie. So, I, a dear brother, so the third and fourth week of January, I was I was struggling. I was struggling pretty hard. And and I had a dear brother reach out, and and it was just, it was so timely. And he was like, hey, you know, you've been on my heart, and I just wanted to ask, like, how are you doing? And I was just able to say, like, honestly, not great, <laughs> you know? And then I just, like, you know, sent, like, a 10-page uh, text message to him. But it was it was really great and and so I think that's important sometimes if actually not sometimes like I think it's important if you've got a community um, reach out and, and say and mainly that's something you're so good at honestly I'm I'm not gonna lie like I don't know how many times you reached out to me during the summer and even since I've been here and and that's I think I would even I would go so far as to say it's I would call it almost a spiritual gifting of just like. Being able to reach out to people, even when you haven't talked to them in a while, maybe. And and so I think that's 
it's really it's really important for followers of Christ to do. So I, I do appreciate that. And I wanted to recognize that about you while it's like on my mind. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I think that that's something that like I didn't have when I was, you know, like first when I was like a teenager and then into like my first year of college. And so I think that it's really important sometimes to do for others what others didn't do for you and kind of, you know, cultivating that. So. Yeah, I think that's interesting you mentioned that because I know like none of the three of us grew up like going to CIY or like youth camps or anything like that. We didn't. Um, I mean, we went to church um, for a, a fair amount of time growing up and then we kind of fell out. Um, but we never really were like diving into youth groups, getting into camps, anything like that. And so like. Really, even when I went to college, I, I didn't have a whole lot of community experience. And so I don't know if like if that's something that you grew up with or not to be able to then say, like, it's something that people need and taking it upon yourself to kind of like make that happen is is really awesome thing. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to ask you while we have a little time, because I, I know that you have been to passion. Uh, a couple times, right? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of? I know Jordan and I went. That was like three years. Three years ago now. That was into yeah. 2020. Into Ashley went last year. Last two years, Ash. Have you been? Yeah, last the years? last two I've been. How many times have you been, Maylee? Uh, the last two years. Last two years. What kind of experience was that like for you? Um, that's a very heavy question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the first year for me, um, I was coming out of a really rough season. Um, my best friend had passed away from cancer earlier that year. We lost my grandma, and then I went through a really rough breakup. Um, so kind of coming out of that, my experience was just, um, like, it was so indescribable, I guess. Um, I feel like I was really able to let go of some of the things that I had been holding on to. Um, and... I think also like not to be repetitive, but like the community aspect, like being able to go with women who, you know, like I went into the experience and like I loved them, but I wasn't super close and vulnerable with them. Um, and so being able to cultivate that. And then this last year uh, or this year, I guess, um, passion was, it was a very different experience than my first year. Um, I actually drove down to Atlanta um, and so I think that I was so expectant on God to move within the walls of State Farm Arena. And so even though he did that, like, I feel like I experienced him more, you know, like in the traveling down and the traveling back. Um, so just I think my biggest takeaway from this year was not to become um, not to contain God and where he can and what he can do. That's awesome. I Honestly, passion is such a great um, conversation because I remember when we went, it was, I mean, I kind of came back, like if, I, I was on like a spiritual high, like <clears throat> I was just so like on fire. Like if, if if my faith was a fire, passion was like a gallon of gasoline on top of it, right? Um, and so I, I, I don't know, it, it's always so wonderful like to hear people's experiences from that. So thank you for sharing that. It, that's incredible. And I think it's really nice being able to share that with uh, peers and just like soak it all in. And then, like you said, it kind of like 
cultivates a deeper connection with it, it can cultivate a deeper connection with other people because um, I, I believe that God is really moving in an event like that where so many, especially young adults, are gathering to praise the name of Jesus and to seek him and like hear his word proclaimed. Like that's a really unique experience, especially for young 20s individuals. Like that's powerful. So I think it's awesome that and it sounds like, you know, you came away kind of um I don't know if transformed is the right word, but like you came away a little different and wanting to take that into the world because what you don't want obviously is to go to experience and then nothing really changes. You just were kind of there soaking up an event. Um, so like to, to then deeper your connections with the people around you to have to, you know, lead a Bible study to have faith-based conversations with people um, to seek others and try to share that message is something that, you know, that's part of what it's about. And I think ultimately that's definitely what the gospel is about is, um, the good news of Jesus, and we're told to, and you know, Great Commission, take that to the ends of the world. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I would encourage anybody like in the age range that is able to go to go. Like it is, um, so life changing. And I think it's mm -hmm. a great opportunity also to invite friends who are like interested, or maybe even not interested, because I think it's a, it, it's an easier conversation than saying like probably an easier conversation than saying, hey, come to church with me, right? Like, um, it, it is, it's a different atmosphere than church is, um, but there are going to be biblical talks, right? And and there's going to be worship and there's going to be books you can buy. And and then there's going to be a lot of time. Well, maybe not a lot of time. Th there is a lot of time, just not to sleep. Um, but <laughs> but there's, there's time to like have conversations in the intermission or like on the way there. And I think it's really cool that you, talked about the traveling like honestly i think i think that's really cool and something we maybe could have used better on ours but but when you're when you're in the car with somebody for a really long time and you've just experienced an event like that or you're looking forward to it like that really opens up the door for some some really deep honest and and vulnerable conversations and and i think a lot can can happen in those types of conversations so i would like honestly anytime Anytime you have an opportunity to have those kind of conversations or cultivate that conversation, I would I would leap at the opportunity because that's that's when you really develop friendships. That's when you can really start to understand somebody else's heart and and maybe why they're hesitant to Christ or maybe and, and then also share your own heart and why and what Christ has done for you. I'm I don't know, my mind is sporadic today. I'm getting everywhere, but but I think that's I, I I don't know. I, I was trying to figure out a way to wrap it up. I don't. I don't have a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are um, about you know closing in past half an hour, so um, we can. We, I'll go ahead and maybe close us out here soon. Um, Maylee, I really do appreciate you joining us today, mm -hmm. um, and I, I want to encourage you, and also just, um, I don't know. Not. I'm not trying to. You know pile um, compliments on you, but I think it is awesome what you're doing um, in your community, trying to follow the Lord like you believe you can do best and, you know, starting a Bible study, finding other young women, other young men, stepping out boldly and just um, asking them to join your walk. That's really awesome. So I would encourage you to keep doing that. Um, 
And I, I really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Because um, we Thank we you. love having people on here and just having faith-based conversations. I appreciate yep. you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unless anyone has any final remarks, I'll go ahead and uh, pray us out. Awesome. Heavenly Father, um, what a blessing this day is, Lord. You have given us this opportunity to be together as brothers and sisters um, in Christ. And it's it's always a blessing to talk about you, Lord. You have mm -hmm. called us and you have saved us. Um, and it's by your grace alone that um, we can claim that victory. Um, I pray that all four of us here today and that anyone that we would interact with who um, also proclaims the same faith that we do, that would be that we would be a light for your kingdom, that we would um, that we would magnify Jesus um, and that others would say, imitate us as we imitate Christ. Lord, I, I pray that you continue to use uh, Maywe and you continue to use the three of us as sources for that. Um, whether it's in a Bible study, whether it's in a home group, whether it's at church, whether it's um, even at a job or at the um, in the places that we um, enjoy our free time, Lord, there's there's so many um, avenues for you to do kingdom work, and you can work in any way you see fit. You have the whole world in your hand, Lord. Um, I just pray that you continue to watch over us, you continue to lead us, and that you would make your name known um, to the ends of the earth. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us this week on the Faith Speaks podcast. As always, feel free to reach out to any one of us individually or through our Faith Speaks podcast Instagram account, Facebook account, or at faithspeakspodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, we look forward to having you guys back here next week on the Faith Speaks podcast. See you guys. Woo!